0: I'm sure if I said to you, well, only 13 days left to go, you'd know exactly what I was referring to. Now, I don't say it to cause you any kind of panic or to start you down the road of wondering what you've still to do or start questioning if you've forgotten anything. No, I don't say it to pile on the pressure and overwhelm you. After all, Christmas time can feel overwhelming enough as it is. But I am going to say it again there are only 13 days left until Christmas. 13 days left to get ready. And I suppose in that statement, there's a question for all of us. In this season of Advent, this season of preparation, are we prepared? Are we ready? I'm not really talking about things like making lists and checking things off or writing cards, or buying gifts, or making sure that the food supplies are in, or at least ordered. What I'm really asking is, are we prepared? Are we ready to welcome the Christ child? Truth be told, for most of us, all the other stuff seems to steal the preparation time needed to get ready for the birth of the Christ child. It steals the preparation time needed to receive and welcome the Christ child into our hearts, into our lives. We all know that a baby isn't born instantly, it takes time and during that time there are preparations made to get ready to receive this new life into the world. And this baby, the one who should be the focus of Christmas day, won't be born in our hearts without time and preparation. And if we're not ready, if we're not prepared, then we need to start right now because, as I said, there's only 13 days to go. Isaiah said, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given. This child wasn't born so we could get more stuff. This child wasn't born so that there could be another Santa Claus movie made or another Christmas song written trying to get to the number one spot. This child was born for us, for you and for me, to bring us back into a relationship with God. Emmanuel, God with us, born a tiny, vulnerable baby, born into poverty. God entered this world of inequality and suffering for us, to connect with us. The least we can do is to prepare ourselves properly to receive him. So how can we get ready to welcome the Christ child? Well, perhaps as we recall the Christmas story, you know, that story we feel we have heard so often that we only kind of half listen to, we can find some things that might help and direct us. Do you remember what Mary did as soon as the angel Gabriel left her? She went to the hill country of Judea, to the home of her cousin Elizabeth. And after they had greeted one another, after Mary received no condemnation from her cousin because of her status as an unmarried mother-to-be, but rather that Elizabeth recognised the gift to the world that this child would be, Mary prayed. We call her prayer, her song, the Magnificat. The first words are, My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. Basically, she's saying, as I focus on God, I recognise and celebrate who he is. These are unbelievable words from a young girl who could not only be shamed for her pregnancy by her wider community, but who could potentially be stoned to death by them because of it. How many times when we are facing a life-changing or challenging moment do we say, My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Saviour. Because that's an amazing place to start any prayer. A place of awe and thanksgiving for who God is and what he has done. Equally, how many times when we are trying to get the house decorated, wrap the presents, write the Christmas cards, plan the Christmas meal, do we think, I'm going to take a moment here. I'm going to stop doing what i'm doing and thank god for the gift of jesus our lives get so crowded doing christmas that some things tend to take a back seat and it's quite ironic that in a season when we need to connect more with god we can find ourselves praying less in a season when we should be focusing our thoughts on god recognizing who he is and what he has done that he is pushed to the edge of our preparations. To be ready to welcome and receive the Christ child, we have to stop long enough to focus our thoughts on God and connect with him. Mary did. So in this season of Advent, this season of preparation, perhaps we can follow Mary's lead and pray. Perhaps too, we need to actively avoid the trap of materialism It's one of the oddest things about Christmas. Jesus was born in humble surroundings. He didn't even have a bed. You find him wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in a manger, a feeding trough, hewn out of the ground and filled with hay. And yet often we look for Christmas in the most expensive gift we can afford. And we gift wrap it and we stick bows on it to make it look even better. And if we can't afford it, we put it on the credit card. And if we can't do that, we buy something that looks more expensive than it is. And guess what? Almost every gift we give will be forgotten by this time next year. I mean, if challenged, how many would be able to write a complete list of all their Christmas presents from last year or the year before or the one before that? Deep down, we know that money can't buy love. That expensive Christmas gifts don't mend relationships. That more doesn't mean better. But the commercials that drive our Christmas shopping are so seductive. And I think that's part of the reason that we cheat ourselves out of the welcoming, the arrival of the Christ child. Because our gifts become the centre of Christmas When it comes to our Christmas budget, it might be that the classic, less is more, should guide us. You see, if we were to spend less, it would mean we would have to focus more on why we gave something. Alternative Christmas gifts, handmade gifts, gifts of service, all focus on our relationships. I know that for me, the most meaningful Christmas gifts have to do with relationships, The time and effort put into something, the handmade card and gift of a child or from someone you love, shows that for just a while, you were the focus of their thoughts. Christmas is the gift from heaven, God's Son freely given. You won't find this gift under a tree, no matter how great or how small your budget. The first Christmas began in simple, basic surroundings. Perhaps we can make Christmas more meaningful if we cut down on our spending and avoid the trap of materialism, because then we will be more prepared and open to receiving the Christ child. As I've already mentioned, Christmas is about relationship, relationship with God and with one another. God wanted a relationship with us. This is the truth of Christmas, the truth of Emmanuel, God with us. The heart of the Gospel message is that God took on human flesh in Christ so that each one of us can know him in person. Not just at some distant point in the future or in some distant heavenly realm, but here and now, in the routine of everyday life, we can know Emmanuel, God with us. For in Jesus we see the love, the mercy, the compassion of God. And in Jesus' teaching and example, we see what our response to that recognition should be. Love, mercy, compassion shown to those around us, those nearby and those far off. So any time we sustain an existing relationship, restore a fractured relationship, build a new relationship or reach out to those who feel they are alone in the darkness of the challenges of life, we do the business of Christmas. Charles Dickens wrote a story that has done much to shape our modern understanding of Christmas. Through the characters of Ebenezer Scrooge, Jacob Marley, the Cratchits, and Tiny Tim, Dickens gives us a parable of what Christmas aims to do for and with us. The presence of God, symbolised by this child so humbly born, comes into the nighttime of our lives to heal, transform, and empower us, to take our eyes off ourselves and be aware of those around us. Scrooge, writes Dickens at the beginning of A Christmas Carol, a squeezing, wrenching, grasping, scraping, clutching, covetous old sinner. But by the end of the story, Ebenezer Scrooge is transformed into a person who says, I will honour Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all the year. Christmas in our hearts kept all year long because of the birth of the Christ child. And something new born in us, something loving, compassionate, and wildly generous. Surely that is something worth preparing for. After all, God wants to bless us, everyone.